Hi. Hi, I'm Kevin Peterson. And I'm Gerard DiVarotta. And I'm Ryan Benoit, and this is Serial Podcast 9. All right, what are we talking about tonight? Okay, so uh, a listener had a question or a suggestion. He said... I feel like you should like say the name of the person. Wyatt Colonel, who I think is Wyatt Kerner, actually, or whatever. Could you pick one fad or slash thing to come from the 90s slash early 2000s car scene? What would it be? I, I guess that means like cool stuff from like the not late 90s, early 2000s that we think is cool and that we would put at the top of our list. There's he so al- There are so many. <laughs> he also followed up. He said, or you could straight up say things that you never want to see come back. So I yeah, I mean, we, that's, that. that's a good one. Before we do this, disclaimer, uh, Kevin is having a hell of a time with allergies this week. So just keep that in mind. Uh, all right. So, uh, the question was, in a nutshell, what card trends would we bring from the past and what would we keep in the past? Like for import car culture, what era? We have to kind of figure that out. So, it said 90s and early 2000s. I I mean, I I still live in that fucking era, man. Like my car is like, like I don't think anything (laughs) past 2004 is like... I, I think, look, you know. Yeah, I, I when I started really thinking about this question, it was like, what fads would you bring? I was like, I feel <laughs> like we've the fads that worked, we just held on to, you know? Like yeah. if it was good, totally. it's still around. And if yeah. it was and now there are exceptions, kind of, but not really. Like underglow has peaks and valleys. Let's start with okay. let's start with like <laughs> like the kind of cheesy sort yeah, of like, like low level go, mods yeah. that we would leave fully yeah okay, and also, then we'll go because like, you know, honestly we'll that's all there. that's all i got so i had uh yeah i worked at teamwork autosports in like the late 90s early 2000s and one of the fucking things that we installed the living shit out of every day were el gauges electroluminescent gauges so we'd get them from china or whatever and civics all day long and i'm so glad they're gone except for when obviously i bought an aristo and it has el gauges and i was just like no (laughs) that's why i hate them so much el gauges i got another one painted dashes paint 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 the all the interior plastics white or something anything you could pop out I fully pulled out interior pieces, primered them, and painted them to like color match to my car. Yeah. My first car, for sure. It was an easy mod. And then you put like a Razo pedal kit in your car and a Razo like shift knob. And then you just like, you're living the Fast and the Furious dream. Like you could be in a magazine. I was going to say, when I had my first car, I was like low hanging fruit because I took all the interior out. And then some guy who I knew saw that i had taken all the interior out and he had painted his interior white and was like hey do you, can i just give you my interior and you can give me yours and i was like well yeah man like i don't even care about it i don't even have it right yeah so then like he gave me all this shitty like white plastic <laughs> center console and shit and i gave him my like fresh mint oem ones and then later i was like man i i like i want to put this stuff back in and i had to like paint it again you know ah. like yeah exactly I got hosed. Uh, what about putting like wire looming, like colored wire oh, looming on buddy. everything so that your engine bay was like color yeah. matched? Yeah. That shit was whack. And like yeah. colored silicone vacuum hose? Oh, yeah. 
Oh was, man, we used are, to sell so much of that stuff. It's called engine dress up. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to do it for the for the car shows. <laughs> to this day, that I, I feel like that stays a bit. You know, people really care about engine dress up a bit. You know. Yeah, I Get feel purple like purple silicone <laughs> hoses and purple silicone couplers for your intercooler. You know, like. Yeah, I'll but I feel like that's still more a little bit on the function side. It's like if you're putting in an aftermarket intercooler, why not choose a color to go with it? I guess or no, I don't know. Maybe it's gonna I'm come. Still it's going to come with its own, but then if you're going to have those colored ones, you're probably buying them. Oh yeah, on top. I got I got one that could get fucked. Springs. Ooh, like that is lowering yeah. springs. I did right? lowering springs. <laughs> yeah. Yo, you got the H and R Sport. H&R race. Oh, you got the iBox? I had iBox. Dude, we used to sell H&R race all day long. Like in like it was like 99 2000, like it was 300 bucks installed for like a Civic or Integra. We do it like, you know, we'd do it in like fucking 45 minutes or something me and Paulo. It was like H&R Sport was like the normal people and then you'd get like the dudes be like yo I want the H&R race yeah. and like they'd have, and we'd have to cut the bump stops and shit because it would be so low and have no travel so we'd have to cut the bump stops in half and like you know we did the best we could but it was like the straight garbage man do you think though so all these shitty things did they happen it was almost like out of necessity because it was low hanging fruit like there wasn't a lot of options back in the day when you were building a car like it was such a like a new industry for us that it was like it was almost do whatever you could to make your car different oh yeah for sure yeah. man i mean like like i said we we would sell five zegan fireball that was an exhaust that we yeah. sold all day long and then was it even an exhaust or was it just the muffler it was a back half it was a bolt-on back half yeah like axle uh, and then we axle back yeah and then we would get the midsection actually from from zola from another chinese supplier wow. so we'd put together these cat delete with a mid pipe and a five zegan fireball or a five zegan border 304 which was like the fucking gnarly yeah. one that was like the best one yeah border 304 I ran a Brulin exhaust on my Mazda, like a oh, wow. and like my, I didn't know it at the time, but the timing was slightly off on my Mazda and it was the loudest fucking car. <laughs> it was like that small V6, but it was super loud. And like, obviously teenager me was just like, oh, it sets off car alarms. My car is fucking badass. Oh, the exhaust right out the valve. Yeah. I had a genie muffler on my Civic, which was like some weird thing from like England or something. Cause I just wanted to be different. I didn't want to have the same thing. Imagine and then that after... you wanted to be different. <laughs> and then I was like, yo, like the, the, you know, fuck that genie thing. So when I had my A86, which was probably year 2000, I had a vision aluminum muffler. Like it was from vision Japan wow. and it was aluminum. So it was like this crazy, I don't know, like motorcycle muffler basically. And it was like super light, but super loud. But also coilover sleeves. Fuck those oh, things. Remember yeah, those? those? Yeah, yeah. Uh, You're literally, we've literally described like my brother's second Honda pretty <laughs> like bang on. Um, it's funny though, because when I got into the knee, like when I got my S chassis, it was just mind blowing to me that the market that was actually available to that car to be able to go to like, oh yeah, man. Okay, like <clears throat> coilovers by everyone. And like, it's Japan was so far ahead. And then you, bought an s chassis and you're like oh all these parts exist in japan yeah. yeah i remember the first s chassis we built it was like like actually like even today would probably be still a nice car you know what i mean yeah i went like nuts i was like oh i can get like 
gritty turbo elbows and like apexy parts and like because yeah. that yeah. shit didn't exist for my mazda and i didn't have like the money at the time to do that like when yeah. i had my mazda i tried to buy an intake for it and the only one that remotely made anything that was apparently meant to work was the, the weapon r yeah <laughs> and it weapon never, r it never came i had to order it from this local speed shop and i think it was like some had some dumb name like auto addictions or something yeah they like always that. had stupid names man yeah always regina had a speed shop called the hue cow and it was the like hue cow but it was for j bodies like cavaliers and sunfires <laughs> and it was started because the one guy the two guys that liked it apparently one guy loved hugo boss cologne and the other guy loved calvin klein cologne and oh my god I... <laughs> that's sick one thing um, i was gonna say that gerard probably won't agree with me is like i kind of hate all of that like that whole car stereo portion. Of, Ice. Yeah, I hate it. And car entertainment. I, I hate it. Like, you, you know what I mean? You don't need to take up the entire trunk with two 12s and a fiberglass <laughs> enclosure and like a waterfall. Yeah, I mean, I don't like any of that shit. I like, an, I like a good sounding stereo, but I definitely don't want it to like impede on my car. I don't need a wall of fucking 15s. Man, yeah. but in the day, back in the day, to have like a fiberglass enclosure was... Uh, it was the bee's knees, I feel like. If you had oh, like yeah, we all had was. I never had that. I, like, owned a never. sub that I never put in my car because I wanted to be like Gerard, I guess, but ended up being like <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Do you feel that, like, over-the-top car stereos? And I don't know. Is that still a thing? Like, dudes, just like, can I make my car uh, be Honestly, like- yeah, I don't, sure. think, I don't really think it is that much of a thing anymore. And uh, one thing I also will say is, like, a lot of the cheesy mods the car companies just do now yeah like, i remember like when a huge thing was like you could have like a like a 16-bit graphic going across your alpine deck and it would be like a f1 car that they yeah. programmed in or like a horse running and you could make it run in blue or cyan or orange or red or Cyan-ist yellow or blue <laughs> yeah yeah anyway it's, Kevin, it'd be like a darker blue color <laughs> he means champagne. I made champagne. You're, you're all dead to me. Beige. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? Like that. Or people would put the like those little like underglow piping strips under the dash oh, so man. they would light up your footwell and stuff. That shit's still popular, bro. You could just get that from yeah, cars. Yeah, cars yeah, just do that. Mercedes now. Like, has that's that. What I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. It's like all of that shit that like people used to like do those cheesy mods. Cars just come with now. Like, My dad always used to go to, whenever he bought a car, would go to Canadian Tire and get those like little lights and put them under the dash. And they weren't even the tube lights at that part. And they'd wire in a switch. And I think they were just called like sex lights. I don't know what <laughs> people call them. <laughs> like, hey dad, what are those lights for? How many siblings sex. you got? I have one sibling. I'm the youngest. Brings a new car home to your, shows your mom. Hey baby. Like, all right, all right. Click. <laughs> I think, but then my brother, when he got his car, I was like, I got to put these lights in. And then it was matched always to the color of the car. So it was like, if you had a red car, you put red lights. If you had a, anyway, but yeah, like LED stuff came later. At that mm-hmm. point, there wasn't even the LED stuff that you could do. But you are right. And Kevin, I had a CD like player oh. that you could input the image you wanted on there. So it oh. had like an image of my car in like 16 bit. Jesus. Like, I got one for you guys that I don't know. It might be like a like a like a regional thing local to me here in Surrey. Chrome fender trim, 
and chrome rocker fannels on yeah. Mustangs. Five liters, uh, chrome fender trim. Dude, on everything, like V6. I swear V6 they, had, they had them on trucks and stuff. Yeah, man, they had chrome. No, yeah, I think that started on like, yeah, like old like Chevy trucks and stuff. It was really popular on Mustangs where I'm from. Cavaliers <laughs> and Sunfires did that in Saskatchewan. That was yeah, like, yeah I feel like that's trim. like, yeah, like that is like the first level mod, like Canadian tire, like basically Pep Boys yeah. level modding. Oh, You're man. gonna get like Tarzan floor mats, GTS headlight covers, and yeah. headlight covers. You could get maybe like vent visor smoked uh, window guards, so you could roll down the window a bit. You gotta have vent visors. Honestly, those are the best. That is the best mod that ever existed. Fully, Except I took them turbo. off my Aristo, Car- and then I took Car- them off. What? And, I, and then I'm like, I gotta put these back on. I had to order yeah, you, a pair. Yeah, you do. They, they Dude, really, I sold them for two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> mine were just like rattled. Like they're not. They weren't in great shape. Never gotten a car from Japan that didn't have them. You get those crazy monsoon ones on the truck. Those are pretty crazy. Yeah, I oh, man, I've always wanted those. <laughs> Um, so stupid. It is funny though, because I think early on, like we said, so it was anything to set your car apart. Like I do remember going to Canadian Tire and they had like the locked cage of all like the performance <laughs> that you couldn't like can't steal this from us. So are yeah. we in agreement that all the mods we've discussed can get fucked? Well, like, we like van visors, like yeah, like okay, okay. I but think... I mean that's not like a cheesy I... mod. That's like a functional that's like having yeah. like weather tech floor mats or something. Yeah, I guess. It's pretty okay. functional. That's definitely no, not a 1990s uh, product, right there. We don't want we don't want interior lights though that are like cool. No, I like interior lights. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done it, but I, mean, I don't. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at interior lights and like cool, fun colors. I don't like yeah. when the car comes with it and they try to sell it as a feature. And you can change <laughs> what about the like R RGB like LED strips running along like the headliner? Buddy, I had I had tassels and dingle balls and shit in my volvo in like the early 90s for sure i didn't have any of that i'm definitely more down with the like dingle balls the dingle balls were popular at the time so i had tassels my whole and then my my friend's dad used to call my car oh that mexican jumping car i'm like yeah okay bro like it was like a volvo on chop springs (laughs) yeah (laughs) did you do that because he wanted to be different gerard yeah, yeah why do you think i drove so, volvo yeah, gt tassels. yeah exactly <laughs> everybody had a corolla so i had a volvo yeah. yeah they should bring back the border 304 muffler that's for sure they though. should that is the yeah. sickest muffler okay like, so loud what about the trust dd i don't know it was just like was that the twin the that twin was the twin yeah, yeah the it was twin cool tip one for the corolla that was also like insanely loud yeah that one was cool for sure okay uh, so we can kind of agree that like Entry level 90s shit should, and like that should just stay. Like, cause yeah. there was, it was, I feel like there was the pinnacle. And may, maybe there's a different pinnacle for everyone mm-hmm. now that I think of it. But for me, when I was high school slash early 20s, I was into cars. Fast and the Furious came out. Everyone kind of. When re- did Fast and the Furious even come out, man? It was like uh, later. 2000 and I think it was 2001. Yeah, 2001. Yeah. Or maybe 2000. That is. Fun fact, I didn't know that Point Break is pretty much just Fast and the Furious. Like Fast Point Break's and the Furious. dope. It's just a take. It's Fast and the Furious is just a ripoff of Point Break. Learned that <laughs> from Josh Whitehead. So one of the best movies ever. It's just Fast and the Furious. <laughs> for Which surfing. is one of the best movies ever. <laughs> <laughs> you do love all of them. 2001, The Fast and the Furious came out. Okay. And in an earlier episode, I said they were stealing DVD players and then uh, Rare Spec Alex 
got mad at me and he's like, get your facts straight. They were stealing VCRs. I was like, whoa, <laughs> shit, man. And then I remembered whoa. I had to buy, a, get my parents to buy a DVD player because the first DVD I bought was Fast and Was it Period. option? Oh, okay. It didn't even come out. It had, you had to wait for it on VHS and I wanted to watch it so bad. But mm-hmm. I was into cars before see it Fast. In theater? I did see it in theater. Oh, okay. You want to watch it again so bad? Yeah. And then I went to film school and thought maybe, maybe I can Mark make Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. That movie came out and then everyone kind of had a better understanding of what I was into. And then every every teenager or early 20s just wanted to customize whatever they had. And a lot of them had Cavaliers and Sunfires and, and Regina Saskatchewan. There was a whole thing of like J-bodies. Just dudes building those cars. And one of the guys I went to high school with must have spent like 10k or more on a full paint job this full like arrow kit jesus yeah all that shit but you have to think that's that that's the height of like you know like nopey was around how many how many different tribal graphics massive wing yeah but he tried that shit's all still here like it's even worse now tribal graphics get out of here but um, I think it was like a much more simple, like I'm at, you know, now it's, now it's like a super complex, like 40 layer tribal graphic vector art where before it was like, like a one, one clip art, like you would get yeah. a tattoo of that tribal graphic. Yeah. They got that from like tattoos are us. Yeah, exactly. Like barbed like, wire. They like went, <laughs> cause they went on the wall and like, we're like, I want that on my car, you know, yeah. barbed wire. make sure the car's orange and the graphic is White. blue. Yeah. But there was there was a bunch of new people coming into cars, and I don't think that they like understood car culture. And uh, like a good example of this is I don't know if you guys had this here in BC, but how many people would put like body kits on their car and then just never paint them? Did you That's have Seattle, that? bro. <laughs> yeah, but then then I would talk to people and they'd be like, "Well, they're not painted in the magazines." And I was like, "Are you bro. fucking kidding?" Yeah, because I didn't get that it was like to demonstrate what the body kit looked like. So it was like, "Oh, oh. wow!" But I mean, even like, what com- <laughs> what company is advertising an unpainted body kit? What was that like, Ada? Like, oh, Andy, dude, Andy's Auto, Andy's, Andy's Auto Sport. Yeah, like you can't. Yeah, like what are you doing? I wonder. I wonder what Andy's doing right now. We should have him on a podcast. He's probably free. Andy's Auto Sport. Man, for us in Canada, it was Supra GT. Supra GT had like this massive catalog. It was like this company. So it was Supra GT and this other company in like Toronto, they compiled this massive catalog of literally every fucking product on the planet like body kits from japan like all those wheels like all the wheels we're talking about like like the crimson wheels so there was like racing heart uh Seneca, linea special like all those weird wheels and then they had literally every body kit for civic like hundreds of styles every body kits for like fds s chassis like it was just so weird i don't know like if they had this stuff or just basically they probably were like yo we can get we anything can, yeah we can yeah. they actually the craziest part is recently like i don't know maybe less than two years ago i went to super gt which is now you know now it's like this tiny little hole in the wall place on like fucking kingsway and the dude still has a warehouse full of like crazy old wheels like some really nice shit like like you could probably go in there and like snag some like old bends you know like like amg wheels or like i don't know like uh some 
what are those Alpinas for BMWs and stuff? Like he has like brand new inbox, like from the eighties and nineties, like wheels. It's unreal. You really? heard it here first. Bow, 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 bow. Sounds like he really doubled down on a, on a fat and then like, couldn't maybe yeah. dig his way out. Exactly. New old stock. Yeah. But like he still had brake pads from that catalog on the counter when we went in there. So I don't know. It must've been just a front or something. Cause there's no possible way that this guy was still doing business but he had all that stuff still there i think i put it on my my instagram stories like when when i went there and like we were going through all these crazy wheels and stuff and like there were three-piece wheels from like japan in like the late 90s early 2000s man rare spec is listening to this and just fucking getting <laughs> i'll take you there i'll take you there rare spec we'll go and check it out we'll just go buy a bunch of stuff bring like 5k and we'll like buy out the place <laughs> Money's no obstacle. <laughs> Yo, know, one other thing I was thinking that I always like hated was like F1 copies. What do you mean? F1 copies? Yeah, like I, I feel like there was a time when like F1 drivers wore those little pads on their harness. And then all of a sudden, like every person would have like that pad on their seatbelt. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Honda. The... And then the other thing, like F1, like at the time, I swear, also had like a flat bottom steering wheel. And then like all of a sudden, like all these people started like releasing these flat bottom steering wheels. And it's just like, like, no, like, I didn't know no. that the seatbelt pads came from an F1 fat. I was just, like, I didn't know that either. I, I, I was just like, where it's from. you want to make your seatbelt more comfortable and let people know what type of car you drive. <laughs> get this. Pad. And then like they had the, they had like the, the neck pads you could put as well. The, yeah, honestly, like I feel that I feel I've never used one, but I honestly feel that that's like maybe a chill idea. I had them and I thought because I got them at, at a car show, they were handing them out. I had Recaro ones. Yeah. And I wanted out for Recaro. no, I, I yelled the loudest. Nice. And then I was like, this is ricey. And then Jordan yeah. Hall later in my life found them. He's like, why aren't you using these? I'll use them. And then Jordan Hall yeah. put them in something. Okay. So there's all that ricey shit. And I made the point earlier. I'm going to reiterate this. I, it's like, what fads would you like to see come back? And I think, uh, Gerard, you said like, hey, I'm living in that era. Like, I don't go past the 2000s. And I kind of agree with that. And the idea is any good fad that existed, it was just survival of the fittest. Like, it lasted and we're still doing it. Like maybe it's done by a different name. When I started, we didn't fucking call it arrow. We just called it body kits or some people called it ground effects, but now it's arrow. Cause yeah. I guess that sounds cooler, but I still think they're body kits. Like part of me yeah. is like, just call it a body kit. It's a body. Kit. <laughs> I, I swear. Some people call them spoilers too. Like everything. Like, yeah. Shit. Like the lip. They're like, Oh, it's a spoiler. Like, Hmm. But I mean, that's also like, you know, it's like regional colloquialisms and shit. Too. Yeah, that's true. I started, though, thinking like in the 2000s when I started really getting into this and I started like doing Dota Logic and following things and like things that I probably thought were really cool at the time that I don't think are cool anymore. So a fad that should stay behind is sticker bombing things. Yep. Fully. Like your car? Like dudes would like sticker bomb just the lip of their car. And I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, no. holy shit, that's so that's so unique and cool. And it stands out. And look at all the stickers they must have collected. Or their blah, blah, roof blah. rack. Or their roof. Yeah. No. I, I just actually think <laughs> roof racks altogether, unless it's like fully gone. functional, the roof racks should not exist. Like, so what, how, do you feel about the guy, 
How do you feel about the guy who shows up to like the the car show with a keg on his roof rack or a BMX uh, on his roof rack? Or... Nah, that ain't me. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not about that. Not like there was a time where you put like, like unless bike. unless he's bringing that bike to the you know to the park to like to ride. Like you're going to a car meet. You don't need your BMX there. You're not gonna pull it off and like fucking ride around. Maybe like, he, you're just if he trying. If if he does, does that make it better somehow? No. <sighs> I mean, if, like if the whole thing's colored to the car, you know, nah. it's an ensemble. Nah, I, I don't like roof racks. I don't like roof racks. I feel like cars. that was I like mean, very. That must have started with like Volkswagens. Volkswagens. What about I agree. The, I don't what think about the Lambo like... with the Thule rack? Don't you know? like it. No. No, I don't like it either. I, <laughs> that's I just, that's a, a dude with lap. a lot of money being like, I got a lot of money. Yeah. You, I, you I know, like do something silly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, and but that is it. There is a point in, in especially in my life of anything. It's like I just want to do something silly, and that was like an easy out for any car guy. It was like I like modding cars, but maybe I don't have a lot of money. So maybe I'll just do something silly to my car, and it's yeah, like maybe I'll just sticker. Oh yeah, like paint my stock wheels fucking orange. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. No, that's that's <laughs> you guys. I, mean, I maybe, had a car. Maybe the maybe, time that's, to maybe that's dip. maybe that's the first hit of a lifetime of addiction. You know. Yeah, as long as someone doesn't like get mad at you, and then you're like, this seems toxic. Respect all builds. Respect my plastic dip stock wheels. Yeah, I, yeah. I never got that. Honestly, it's like, dude, you're going to spend, I don't know how long it'd take you. Maybe if you're really shitty, it'd take you an hour. But if you're like trying to make your shit look good, you're going to spend two hours at least and a bunch of money to take your stock wheels and make them look worse. Like, I, I they're either going to be flat black or some stupid I mean, I, fucking color. But I it's can't a, say I haven't been there, though. I, I haven't painted my stock wheels, but at one time I was just like, oh, like I'm going to fill in this entire body groove that runs the entire length of the Corolla <laughs> with Bondo. Like, do you think I ever completed that job? Like, do you think that, like, ever looked good? Like, no, like... <laughs> Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, and I did full. <laughs> so the tail end of me having the 180, and I don't think I've ever said this. I bray bombed that car in a garage. Like I set up a paint a whole car. Yeah. And I did like, I fixed all the dents yeah. and I made it like satin army green. And it was, I'm surprised like, you didn't do the roller. Remember the roller method? Yeah. Nope. No, yeah. no, no, no. I'm a fine art suit. You know, I do, but no. I was like, that's not for me. I'm a fine art student. Watch me go. Um, and I like fixed all the dents in it and it turned out surprisingly okay. But this is why I ended up selling the car. I liked it for a season. And at the end, I was like, why did I do this? This is so fucking dumb. And then I sold the car. And then, yeah. Well, that but point, I you get double, it. double down and put the red stars on the door. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, at, one point, I had on a, roof. at one point, I had a rising sun hood on my car. Which yeah. was like, yeah, sounds about right. That sounds like that sounds like a Saskatchewan JDM build. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had other like I, all the Army green with the parts, rising sun hood. Well, it was originally black, and it was a Mazda. No, this was <laughs> no, it was a, a, okay, that's this was the, this was the one eighty. <laughs> but what happened was Adrian Amadi wanted my black hood. He's the one that built the like the sexy style. F- yeah, yeah, the nice FC. That thing was yeah. sick. And he had the rising sun hood, and then I ran it on my car because nice. he wanted to run the black hood on his S chassis. And so I ran that, and it was like, 
fine for a bit. But also Jesse Exner, the guy that does all my tattoos, worked at a vinyl, like at a screen printing place. So he would print us whatever vinyl we wanted for cars. Like, so all the Dota Logic stickers were made there initially, but he would yeah. make other shit. So there was like stickers of me swearing <laughs> that they had on people's cars. And then all one of those. Yeah. And then and is this a fad or is it I don't know. I think it was just like we could do whatever we wanted and we took it to the extreme. <laughs> it was like someone took us to a buffet and we just put all of the different foods on a plate and got sick. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we all yeah. grew up. You you have full creative control and all of a sudden you're like, I don't like where this is going. My friend in high school used to work at Mr. Sub and she let me go behind and make like the first time you make whatever type of sub you want. It was fully the grossest sub I've ever had. <laughs> like Louisiana chicken on it and like ribs and stuff. I was like, what am I doing? I can't even eat this. And that was my car, I think, at one point. Right now I'm a vegan. Now I don't. Yeah. That I'm, now I'm a vegan and I have no cars. I have cars. Get out of here. <laughs> They're fancy ornaments. They just uh, don't have stickers. Now I have no stickers. See? They're all on the back window. It's the, the role of, you know, serial nines there and hot boys are there and people that have some somewhat of a significance in my life are on the car what are your favorite trends that have carried through over the years so this is the 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 bigger stuff the good stuff the good stuff okay i'm gonna get to the good stuff big wheels on s chassis that's that's a that was a fad in like the late 90s early 2000s and i remember like the first time i started watching option videos it was mainly just you know whatever four bolt 15s and stuff on on s chassis and I remember seeing the first 180SX and it had 1718 combo, five bolt VSKFs, super low. I think it was just a stock type X kit. And I was like, yo, that is the sickest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So then they it started getting popular. Is it still wow. popular? Are we still at that point where people run giant wheels? I noticed that more people are trying to run. Small Absolutely. No, I, I mean, now it's like a resurgence. fad to run small wheels. Of small wheels. Uh, but I think small maybe wheels. like two or three years ago, nobody was running small wheels or whatever. You know yeah. What I mean? It feels like, like now. Yeah, now I mean, it was crushed, a lot we, Now we've crested the wave and we're coming back down a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the this is like all style is cyclical thing. So like you guys pointed out back in the day, like tribal was a thing. And then <laughs> and then it went away because we're like, oh, tribal. Oh, yuck. Gross. And then people are like, what if we just like layer tribal on top of each other, like dual layer and like it's really I've, intricate. And then it's like, I oh, fully yeah. wish just tribal Stro- would just go Stroke away. it. Stroke the tribal. Stroke the tribal. Yeah. Make the tribal be carbon fiber tearing through a brushed aluminum with a fire underneath <laughs> and, a, and like a dragon that's eating a wolf. But the wolf is actually transforming into a woman. And what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, there you go. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one that's the current tribal wow i would pay money to see that i think i was just gonna say kevin's clearly Um, on some very heavy allergy medicine that he shouldn't (laughs) be mixing with alcohol (laughs) where did you see this design i'm trying to remember the proper name of these bumper like the the bumper oh yeah oh like like invader invader yeah yeah with the fangs yeah. Those are those are all definitely those are all definitely like nineties, um. Yeah. So body kits generally, because I mean back then it was just Gerard. I mean, it's I'm arrow like, now. Jim. It's arrow. We call it arrow. It was body. Honestly, arrow to me, now. 
To me, yes. body kit. Body kit is what I say when it's shitty. Oh. Arrow kit's what I say when it's when I like it. <laughs> you know. That's interesting. Yeah. Or or body I mean, kit. I feel like I'm if you're trying to explain, to explain layman, it, yeah. Yeah, if you're explaining ah. it to like a normal person, you're like, yeah, like a body kit. Like it, it, you know, it's like goes on the body and makes it's it like lower and different. The or, and they're like, sure. And then if you got to go one layer, <laughs> yeah, deeper, like body like, started coming out, it like replaces the bumper and it's lower. <laughs> like ground effects. Remember ground lip kit. Yeah, lip exactly. kit. I don't even ground effects is like different. Yeah, like I don't know what, what ground effects it? really um, is either to me. Gerard, as our uh, as our resident oh, old guy, what are ground effects? <laughs> Ground effects are like what American cars had on, and I swear they were actually trying to be ground effects. Like they had some shit underneath where it was like, like a flat bottom, and then they had like you know like lower lip kits that would actually try to deflect the air for you know aerodynamic purposes. I mean, not the body kits and aero don't aren't I supposed to like do that. I feel like aero got the like... name of being aerodynamic. <laughs> That's is is that where we got arrow from? Aerodynamic. Yeah, numbers. but I feel yeah. most arrow. <laughs> Fuck arrow is funny the more I think about it. <laughs> I feel like most feel like arrow. What a bunch of pretentious fucks we style. are just calling it arrow. <laughs> Come on. I got the new uh, M Sports arrow. I was I was talking to a friend who's fully in anyways, yeah, so body and I was talking know. about <laughs> I was talking like, yeah, they're like this Japanese aero manufacturer, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, like, why do you know about Japanese aero manufacturers? And I'm like, I don't know. It's like part of my job. And they fully thought I was talking about like bow and arrow <laughs> manufacturers. <laughs> I'm saying, I feel like what arrow. happened is, is like nothing changed. We as a culture just got more pretentious to look down on people. Like we made up insider lingo to be like, yeah, oh, you called, called jargon. It- yeah, you called it body kits? <laughs> Fucking peasant. Yeah. Arrow. It's like nothing's changed. <laughs> like, like I guarantee when they the shit that they put on my car back in the 90s or whoever built my car, that's still the same goddamn thing. It's still a body kit, but now it's just arrow, lip kit. Like, eh, it's fucking pretentious. You you don't want to know when I well, I mean, I feel like it's also a translation. Uh, yeah, that's also a pretentious thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> just it's a fucking fiberglass that makes your car look different or like whatever <laughs> anyway go on when someone when someone when you're like oh like what's your wheel like you know what's your wheel size or like you know and then they're like oh i have blank blank and a blank lip six inch lips six inch lips <laughs> eight inch lips it's like that's not a fucking wheel size. People you know? answer yeah. questions like that all the time, man. They're like, oh, what size, dude. You're like, what size wheel do you have? And you're like, a seven and a half inch lip. And it's like, well, that doesn't tell me the rest of the wheel or where the fuck it's <sighs> is, you know? What if they told you the long. size of the face and then the. Then no, the see, that's outer. the thing. People, they're fucking, that's, that's a new school thing. Like, people it's are like, oh, a like, new school thing. I'm like, what are you, what are your sizes and offsets? They're like, I have a six inch lip and a four inch barrel. And you're like, so what? You have a ten-inch wheel. What the fuck else does that tell me? You have a low disc, mid disc, high disc. It could be multiple different offsets. That doesn't tell me shit about the wheel. And they're just like, "Yeah, six-inch lip, bro. Seven-inch lip, bro." But and you're like, maybe right, this goes back. Maybe this out, is bro. more like the arrow thing. Maybe as times evolved and we got away from all that shit that we didn't like from from that, it was like the jargon and the way, like the the semantics of it all, have shifted. To be more like 
insider knowledge and it's like the more specific i can be about like my build of anything no like but it's, got, it's become less specific it's be, it's going from like oh i have a triple disc like clutch that can hold 780 foot pounds of torque to being like <laughs> i have a stage three clutch it's like well, what the <laughs> fuck Yo, does that mean three. like what but the I fuck guess does it, that mean i guess it's if just you told me to be the like... first thing i know everything about your clutch you tell me the second thing I don't know anything about your clutch. And if you're like, oh, I have an 18 by 10, like minus 12, that tells me everything I need to know. Or, well, if you tell me like the disc or whatever, but the like, TSWs. Yeah. but if you're like, oh, I have five and a half inches of lip, like that doesn't tell me anything about your fucking wheel. Then do you think that the people that are doing that maybe aren't fully indoctrinated into the, like the car scene and are just saying that to like, absolutely seem like they know more or, or are we holding on to an old, an old dialect no. of import car culture? No, I'm here to say we should no. bring back the term body Jump. kits to make it mean a thing. <laughs> Go on. Well, that well, honestly, because that's an, body kits, that's another thing is like we, we you know people will email us and they'll be like I want this I want the the body kit on the Aristo and you're like, well, are you talking about the the front lip and side skirts or are you talking about the fenders? Oh. Because body kit might mean the fenders. I don't know. That's the body of the vehicle. Maybe they just want yeah. the car to look or like then the bumpers yeah. really are. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, a body kit is a bumper, side skirts. No, it's totally. Full kit, man. Rear bumper. That's your body kit. Yeah, totally. Then if you were like, oh, it's a, like it's an eight-piece body kit. I'm like, oh, there's more pieces to this body kit. But maybe they're talking about the wide body kit. Oof, yeah. There's levels. You know, there's levels to this shit. Okay, so cool, cool trends to come out of the 2000s besides big wheels on on S chassis and stuff. Uh, LED illuminated NOS purge. <laughs> I was thinking Japan, but yeah, sure, that's cool too. Very specific, and I love it. Uh, man, cool <laughs> things to come. I like. I said we've held on to all the cool things. We've just changed the terms for it and became very pretentious about how we talk about it. Yo, yo, cool things that came out of the early 2000s, Japan. Blitz O threes. Oh, the question actually said Gerard wasn't allowed to talk about Blitz O threes. <laughs> But I don't think Blitz oh, really? were. It's okay. I'll talk about. I'll talk about I'm, the Tecmo Speed Z two. I'll talk about the Blitz. I'll talk about the Z ones. The the Blitz threes weren't really popular then, though. It's like this. We've talked about this, but they like, came out of then. Same with did, like Ganadors. No. I don't even think they were out. That they came out later. They they came out later. Yeah, Ganadors did. But Blitz threes are from that era, and nobody gave a shit. Or Blitz they came out later. I think they came out a little bit later. Out in two thousand like, like honestly, like. Is that like just false nostalgia? Like somebody know. had that car somewhere and then it's like, oh yeah, like Blitz 03s. Well, didn't no. Blitz, didn't like, well, see, that's the kind that, of cool like, thing. spoke wheel as well. Who? That was like a really, ch- like a, uh, your ass had this really chunky. Yeah, your ass had a wheel. Five spoke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. No, get back. Yours. <laughs> I, I searched Blitz 03 release date and it was like NFL Blitz fucking Game Boy 2, PlayStation 2, I August 12, 2002. I just want to say NFL Blitz is a great fucking football game and I would take that over Blitz 03s any day. <laughs> That's not um, true. Maybe I would. Blitz 03s, I feel like, weren't popular back then. Like, we weren't thinking about 
When did we even start considering no, offsets and wheel width? The 2000s, maybe we that started. I mean, that's the thing. thing. To me, to me, that's when that trend came out, man. Because I feel like I feel like the S chassis guys were starting to fucking mix VIP influence stuff with their cars. And yeah. that's I mean, I remember the I remember the option video, the option um magazine vividly. Because there was also a JZX100 on on just Equips, and I was like, "That is the car." It was a JZX100 Mark II, seventeen eighteen stagger. Oh shit! I think it was eighteen nineteen stagger actually on that car, and it was Chrome, Chrome Equips, Black BN Sports, and I was just like, "Man, that is like literally the coolest car since that that one eighty SX." But yeah, they were basically just taking all these big wheels that were like sort of not left over, but like all these VIP guys were buying all these ridiculous wheels. Or they were taking GTR offset wheels and then they were like basically changing the five bolt and then putting them on the S chassis. And that was like a thing. It, it was you know, starting to get big. And that's from the early 2000s then, right? It's like we yeah, figured yeah, out yeah, wheel yeah. sizes. It was like that's when like. Yeah, exactly. Was like, hey, guess what? And they started pushing it, you know, and then that's yeah. when I guess probably Haraguchi was like, yo, like you guys got like 10 and a half, you know, like GTR offset wheels. Like, fuck that. I'm going to buy these like these VSKFs that came off of like some crazy, you know, like ridiculous VIP car and put them on my FC. And you're like, all right. You know what I mean? Like that's. That stuff is, I don't know that the dudes that were like, we want to pull that out of a ditch and rebuild it. I, I have no allegiance to that car, my friends. That's not, (laughs) not me. All right. All right. So why have we seen a resurgence then of small wheels on S chassis? Because man, how many how many S chassis styles do you have to be in the last like thirty years, right? They're gonna have to do something. Like now, yeah. Now having the small wheels, you you're instantly different. You know what I mean? Whereas before yeah. having the big wheels was what made you instantly different. Hmm. What was the height crest, of big crest of the wave? What was the height of big wheels for S chassis in North America? Fuck, I see. I I swear it was very recent, if not still now. I mean. I feel maybe, like maybe tandem, less I now. feel like Tandem of Die was just like people went nuts when they put their car when Tandem of Die had their like car out on like big wheels. No? Yeah, I mean there was that other there was that one car that uh what the fuck was that thing? Steve Speck built these like crazy Fittipaldi something or other, but they made them three piece and they were like huge. And it was an S14, it was actually really clean. It had a one J in it, and that car was like pretty wild. Um, I feel like if I don't say it, then he, if he even still listens to this podcast and like, there was that point zap ran like emits on his S 13. Yeah. In it. Like there was definitely the height of that, but anyway, so, and then it seemed like people moved <clears throat> away from that. Like it, like it, it peaked. And then, so I feel like we're due to come back to like VIP wheels on S chassis sooner than later. But I mean, that's never been gone. That's still co- completely a thing. Yeah, I know you're right. I'm sorry. I mean, do you feel like the spotlight's still totally on it? I feel like maybe I'm that, not. No, that, I feel like that, a lot. That's I what think I'm going to say. The S chassis community is so large that so there's always going to be small wheel dudes pushing it. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be like VIP wheels. There's always going to be like yeah. drift cars. You know, there's always going to yeah. be every genre of that car and people yeah. trying to get to the extreme of it. Yeah, I well, agree. I, I, the, the the total wave of people, yeah, the total wave of people. I don't think is going towards VIP wheels. I don't think they're going towards small wheels. And no. it seems that like as <laughs> you could be talking about any car right now, but like it also doesn't seem like like 
there's, there's no more cars coming, you know? There's no more yeah. 100, there's no more S13s, there's no more S15s. So, like, when you got that car, you probably are, you have a vision, you know? Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to have a 19 inch wheel build one year and then a 15 inch wheel build two years later. It's probably not happening, you know? Right. So I kind of yeah. think that whichever direction those cars are going in until they change owners or whatever, that's kind of where they're going. Right. You know? Built, built to last. All right. So <laughs> what <laughs> other <laughs> styles <laughs> are we thinking? Well, obviously street glow, street glow will never die. I feel like it did for a bit, and then somebody brought it back. I feel like yeah, Underglow I, I, had a yeah. Underglow had a, a yo 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 Lambo doors like tractor. I think they're cool. It. Yeah, I mean All honestly, the- like they're a huge pain in the ass, and they're giant pieces of shit. And I've actually installed, removed, serviced, and done. <laughs> Funny story: This one dude wanted to get him on his Integra, and we wouldn't do it. We're like, okay. Yeah, like no, like the kit you bought is a piece of shit. Like it's gonna be bad. And he was kind of like a questionable dude, you know, like heavy drug use, questionable like activities type of dude, right? So shows up one day, he's like, Yeah, I got it done, blah blah. And I was like, Oh no, right? So I looked, they had welded the hinges to the car. So like now he can't take the fucking doors off. And then obviously you have to extend the wiring harness because you know now your doors don't just open one way they open you know they need to be like a foot longer or something they'd cut all the wires and crimped both ends they'd added like jumper wires every wire was yellow and they had crimped all the things so like you'd open the door and all you see were these butt ugly welds and like 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 blue crimp connectors I mean, I swear, like, crackheads installed it, like, in the backyard or something. It was so bad. Gerard, I hear so you bad. not. Res- I hear you not respecting all builds right now. A lot of not. Res- <laughs> what happened to a wheel is a wheel, and it goes roundy round, and it rolls on the ground, and it's all right. But then you're so mad at Lambo doors and shitty installs? No, I like the Lambo doors, but this the, the shitty install killed like, it. Does the door open? Or the worst? <laughs> does the door the go, open? You go to open a lamp? Barely. The worst is when you go to get out of a Lambrador car and you open the door normally, and then as you go to step out, it swings back in because you've opened like it only opens like whatever 20 degrees. So you go to swing it open like a regular car, it hits the stop, swings back and hits you because you forgot to fucking like swing it up. Yeah, it's it's I thought you can get ones that do both, can't you? Or no? No, 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 it's one or the other. All right. But anyway, so Lambo doors you're okay with underglow. I do feel like both of those got a bad rap. They went away for a bit and then they like they came back. Like someone because cool everybody had. and their mom was making Lambrador kits and they were terrible. Like yeah. They, so what's a good like Lambo door uh, kit, Gerard? Who makes the the best well, LamboKit.com? <laughs> I don't even know. Well, uh, I was just going to say Lambo. I don't even know probably. if they make that stuff anymore. <laughs> but no, they had like really nice billet aluminum, like super, like a lot of adjustments to like make sure the door closed or opened the right way. Like, you know, harness extensions for the specific cars. Like they would just plug in. But like, man, those were like $2,000 or something. Sounds like a gold mine. They were, Sounds like Serial 9 can make some serious gold off of it. <laughs> no? We wanted to always make, because we're sedan kings, we wanted to make Lambicides. So the front, the front ones open like Lambos and the rear ones open like Lambos, but suicide. 
So they were lambicides. <laughs> what do you mean we? <laughs> I'd be way more down me. to do that on a Nissan that was pillarless on the doors, at least. So that way, when you, well, I mean, you'd only pillar, have the one pillar. It would only have half a pillar. Yeah, so uh. basically, just like break in half. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like a typical Nissan. <laughs> All right, so we like Lambo doors. We like underglow. I still want to reiterate. We like big wheels. You like definitely big like big wheels. I would say that some things wax and wane in popularity, and like maybe when they're very popular, people don't like them because they're very popular, or because perhaps yeah, since sure. they're very popular, they get executed very poorly. Right. Because it's like the thing everyone sees as being cool. So they yeah, because now it. instead of like, and maybe they don't have the know-how to do it properly. Yeah, I think what happens is someone comes along, does something take something and executes it on it very well people see that they're like i'm gonna do it it's kind of starts a trend and then you kind of can watch the trend take off and then the more and more people execute on it poorly the trend starts to die because then it becomes affiliated with like the bad fad and then the fad has to go away for a while until someone comes back and says like i'm gonna execute properly on this again Yes. I think uh candy paint started coming into like when you had like drift cars and and like you know when those guys were putting the shiny chrome like VSs and equips and shit on their S chassis, they need, needed it to look a little bit more bling. So I feel like the colors got a bit more like outlandish and like uh 326 power, for example, back in the day, you know, like their cars were 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 crazy. Was it 326 power or who was it? Uh those fucking candy red cars that were super nice. Who now is T demand? Is Takeshi Tanaka? Yeah. So now it's T demand, but back yeah, then that, it was like S fourteen. Fuck! Why can't I remember? It was an S fourteen and S thirteen, and they were just yeah, so. Even, I know what you're talking like, about. Like also like the whole like the whole like you know having hyper flare or like flake in the paint. It's like yeah, because then all of a sudden it was like candy paint wasn't enough night you know now you need yeah. the flare in the paint and like it just kind of built on itself and yeah it's like we were pulling from like lowrider lowrider uh culture and like vip culture and like fucking i don't even know like yeah like you were just you were just figuring out like what was cool and i mean that's how serial nine style sort of sort of came out like yeah we definitely have a really heavy 2000s influence but i mean i definitely was always into like low riders and hot rods and like VIP cars. So there's always some sort of aspect of that in my cars. You know, Kevin's always been into doing wild shit and then never talking to people about it. Like, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Just getting gas. <laughs> what was I going to say? Probably going to talk some shit. Nah, I wasn't going to talk some shit. I was going to ask a serious <laughs> question. Has that stuff have we moved away from that though like is candy paint not popular right now or has it always stayed popular i don't know i feel like cars lately just look i mean when the car has so much livery on it 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 doesn't seem to really matter what color it is it's kind of like the overall effect it's almost like you can have kind of like a shitty car but like if the or like you can have shitty parts but like if the execution in its you know, entirety is, is kind of sick and you can kind of get away with it. I feel like it's sort of like that with the liveries. It's like, you got so much going on. The base color could be fucking white, pink, yellow, multicolor fade. Who gives a fuck? It's like, there's just, it just looks nuts. The end result is like the car looks fucking nuts. But are liveries still in style? 
because they're not for you absolutely but they're not for you guys and i would argue that there's there's camp no it's not camps there's arms of this like style thing and liveries aren't in style for you guys right well i mean a certain type of livery i feel like like we have like a street style livery where yeah, you have I'm like the putting... roll call and maybe you have like a hip stripe and you have like the rear window with like all your homies. So but maybe not like the full the yeah. full wrapped up. I'm not putting tribal on my car. It's not a right. fucking way. So and I will say I that did put flames on my car, but you did put you made it look like your car had like I like your headlights were on green fire, one of them. Yeah, I never finished that. No, I yeah, I, I saw that. It went right into the wall. Uh, <laughs> that's why you didn't finish it. Um, well, I actually okay. took it off for that event because oh, I was like, well, I can't have this half-assed fucking thing, right, right, so I just right. took it all off. Okay, so I do agree. One of the things that I've always liked, and when I was researching this article, someone was like listing all the like the i'll say air quotes because i don't think they were part of our culture the jdm car uh trends that need to die and they said like the kind of like the the grocery list shit yeah i've kind of always been a fan of like the grocery list yeah me too because it's like that type of yeah stickers yeah like that type of like Whatever yeah, down the door, like, down the door, like style. the like, like you know the yeah, yeah. the like the hey, this is the shit like that, that I have on my car. And the reason why I thought this person is like they don't, they're not fully in touch with our culture was because they're like, unless you like a fully sponsored autocrosser, I'm like, mm, nope, you used autocross as your example, so <laughs> you can full of shit, buddy. That's <laughs> not what this is about. And autocrossers so I, are yeah, culturally no, appropriating our style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like i've always fully been on like if you have like cool japanese parts i like when it's all like color like gerard's car like i like that you know there's like this white car and then it had yeah it obviously had, looks like, better than if you took the sticker that each company gave you yeah. and put it in that representative spot <laughs> yeah. it obviously looks better that they're all matching yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. what i like i fucking i know right I always like that the full-on livery, I think, has its place for some people. I'm not mad at it, but it's never a thing that I would be like, I'm going to do that because it doesn't make sense. I'm not a drifter. I think that drift culture, even as a niche, is like, I guess if Americans are listening, as a niche is... Uh, a niche? Is that <laughs> yeah. even a fucking word? They yeah. call it a niche. We say niche. Yeah, it's a foyer. Oh my God. It's a foyer. A niche and a scratch. Look, if I got up on my roof right now and just... <laughs> hollered at y'all and the foyer you would understand this niche that we're about to, to talk about um all right, all right. yeah yeah uh now i don't fucking remember because i was talking about americans because you all hopped it? up on soda uh jesus you guys drifting above all else has to be like the biggest melting pot of all these cultures together right like drifters were the ones that actually i feel like brought back underglow maybe drifters are like the only culture keeping all these stupid little eccentric styles alive you know what i mean like i don't really you don't really go to car shows and see like winning winning car show cars with street glow or lambo doors anymore or fucking zebra seats or whatever it is but like all of that all of that shit all that shit is like 
stupid drift car stuff that's like you know yeah because like drift cars is it's just being about as stupid as you can or about trying to make your car as about you as you can or as different from the next guy and then also drift it you know no matter what you have it's accepted whereas like if you go because it's not acceptable to be unaccepting (laughs) exactly but if you go to a car show it's like you have to have all of the your boxes checked you know you you can't be out of the box Yo, yeah. it's totally you're totally right because they you can know. execute. So we're arguing that as long as execution is proper, you get respect. You can get- yeah. There's definitely the cars that I don't like, but you know whatever. But you respect them because they're executed. But you don't. So Gerard does almost respect all builds, is what I've learned from this podcast. <laughs> I was going to say though, I'm still waiting funny- on that Cavalier build to blow me away. <laughs> yeah. I wish people still built Cavaliers. I'm lying. I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, because now they're building Taurus SHOs. <laughs> um, I wonder what those guys. No, seriously are though, yeah, considering it. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing though about car shows is that eventually, it's like they suck. <laughs> yeah, that maybe car shows become like this prevalent form of what's actually kind of popular in car culture because. There became this sense at one point where like car show guys started building like race inspired car builds. Like it was like, oh, yeah, I put mm-hmm. hood pins on and I have all these things. Like if I was, a, you know, and like the Honda dudes have like oh. the tow hooks and all that shit. Like it's like, yeah, it becomes that sense ha- of like. I have a trend. We have. I forgot. On. I have a trend that we forgot. Okay. So this is a good one. Different taillights from different cars oh lights too yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. right that is right? like the super fucking tails on, on an integra dc yeah integra yeah 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 100 <laughs> percent. i've seen super tails on on cr so many so many what so about getting, like and like what about like 2001 celica headlights on like a prelude like a 95 <laughs> prelude or so you know like so here's a question though because that's a that's a very custom job, right? It's like I'm taking these like fucking out of out, like super taillights, whatever, putting it on a like a Honda. How do you yeah. feel about yeah. like Nissans when they like when S chassis swap between like front ends? So like silly. Oh, like a one via like and a silly. Uh, yeah, at least that's yeah. like between. That's You're okay with that? Like I used to love it, and then like once I had a 180, I was like, ah, I'll just keep pop ups. That's fine. Do you like it though? You're yeah, like- I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of that weird. Like when I had a Stagia, like I had a C34 Stagia, and everyone's like, "Yo, you're gonna like fucking, you know, R34 front end swap it." I'm just like, no, man. Like the Stagia is a Stagia. I like it because it's a fucking Stagia. I don't want it to look like a Skyline wagon. Like I, I don't. Like I'd buy a Skyline if I wanted a Skyline. Like I, I don't want that car. You know what I mean? That's also how I felt once I got the 180. Like. I was kind of like, ah, if I wanted an S15, I'll just wait and buy an S15. You know, like I won't. Put yeah. It. So uh, we've switched back to awful car trends, which is fun. I don't know. <laughs> it's more. Remember fun. drift trinkets? What the fuck no. is a drift trinket? Like dudes that would put like that domo fucking stuffed animal. They'd hang it from like their tow hook, like little stuffed animals. Oh, man, that shit's still anything hanging from your tow hook. Anything hanging yeah, from shit's your tow hook. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Dudes yeah. who take the like the JDM like new learner stickers, like the fa- like the, yeah. the appropriated Japanese oh, or Japanese the, N. The shocker. Oh, oh, the shocker. 
That was a Volkswagen original. Yeah. No, man. the shockers from Honda culture, man. Tell me I think more. Honda culture really dug in and shocker from Volkswagen. Yeah. yeah, to me, that's a Volkswagen thing. But anyway, yeah, there was a whole point where like Honda really? guys were just following Volkswagen dudes. That's where you get like the rusted hood shit. Like no. that stuff. Yeah, no, that makes away. totally makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a weird trend. Like the rusted hood and the rusted, rusted hood and and like uh roof racks is that folks i swear to god that has to be like that's folks for sure for sure yeah Honda guys were like we'll do that okay i got i got two cool trends for you super low and super wide that shit was fully like like you know it, it kind of was just a natural progression of like the big wheels the super wide wheels the super low and the super wide car like you know obviously her i looked Gucci's up the meaning like, of the shocker sticker and it's like on a golf oh really yeah, anyway. But I mean, that whatever. could just be like a... Yeah, for whatever that's worth. <laughs> like super low and super wide, but there's a point where super wide becomes not great, right? So kind of the other part that maybe drives these fads into the ground is like when people take them the too far. The poor execution. The yeah. poor execution or taking exactly. it too far. And which is like, this is actually me borrowing from a Gerard thing where it was like, when people were mm. like, I will build the widest fucking wheels... And then make the car yep. fit the wheels. Fit the wheel, yeah. And that probably killed that scene a bit, like that fad of like of doing that, right? It was just oh, like yeah, for sure. we totally go to this point where everyone takes everything to the extreme. So it was like even sticker bombing the like not that I like it, but I remember the first time I'd seen it, it was a lip. And then like somebody was like, I'm gonna sticker bomb my hood. And then it's like it just there's a sense where we take a thing and we exploit it as far as we can until it's no longer cool. I think like all of these <laughs> trends and all of these things, how they go is like, so you see that guy with the sticker bomb fender or whatever. And yeah. you're like, I hate it. I will never do that. So you and all of the people who agree with you move against that trend. And then the guy who has it has it for a bit. He loves it. But if he continues on, going down the car path eventually he'll be like man like i don't like that like when i painted my car flat black or when i put a garden yeah, yeah. gutter lip on it or when i tried to fill in a body yeah. line with bondo and it's just like no that was a stupid idea and on my next car i'm not going to do that you know so on the next build maybe he doesn't do that and it fades away but like yeah i feel that like i i feel that like the person who thought it was a good idea eventually maybe won't think it's a good idea and the person who didn't think it was a good idea in the beginning is never going to think it's a good idea so like <laughs> that's why what what works stays and that's why what doesn't work just <laughs> dies you know i think though that there's people that do bad things and continue to do bad things there's the fueled by hate there's the in an alternate universe there's a version of kevin that when people walk by his corolla and they're pissed off about it and he laughs about it continues to do the thing that people hate and he's like ah i'm still pissing them off yeah i've never i've never had that i've never had that i always just wanted people to think my car was sick i mean i don't know i'm just saying i always just wanted to think my own car was sick why are you such a people i mean i obviously no but i mean obviously i think my car is sick i just want other people to, to agree with that you know what i mean like i'm not building a car for people i'm building a car that I think is sick and I want people to notice it. So you've and, never been fueled by the haters? Ah, uh, not really, man. 
That feels like a Kyle thing. What's a Kyle <laughs> thing? The mm. fueled by hate? Fueled yeah. by hate, punch some holes in a drywall, <laughs> hop in your, in your giant Yeah, like you have the truck. loudest exhaust in the world just to like piss everybody off. But I had a loud exhaust. I think there's a there is a learning curve. I agree with that. There is absolutely but I mean like, exhaust like like exhaust is gonna be loud. Exhaust is loud, doesn't give a fuck what it is, but like the loudest exhaust, maybe not. Well that to be a you know what the loudest exhaust is? What yours? Border 304. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, border through four. <laughs> yeah. What fat are you scared will make a comeback? I ain't scared of any fat. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> All right. So fucking Gerard's no fear over there. No, okay. Well, what's a what's a fad that I don't want to come back? I don't know. Like fuel laws with shitty cars. Like where they where they stifle the horsepower and that's like, not really a fad, it, is it? No, it's not. So I mean that's the only thing I'd be scared that's of. The what's constant a fad? progression, bro? That is, yeah. I mean, like, look, there's if you're worried about fuel laws, actually, then you should be very concerned with the amount of like EV powered vehicles coming out. Because I'm good, I got it. I'm gonna get a, a Tycon, so I'm good. Uh, for fuck's <laughs> sake, is there any other fads that we love or hate? What about grounding kits? <laughs> Shit, I grounding kits. the first time I went to a shop in Vancouver, they tried to sell me a grounding kit. Yeah, I remember, like, I mean, grounds are good. Kits. Yeah, yeah, grounds, grounds are, good, are good. But, but I mean, like, like, do we need a grounding do you, kit? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Do you Isn't need that, like a six gauge wire going from every single part of your engine to every single part of the the body? I mean, I'll say they're not like bad. The battery they're just to fucking... ground to like ten different spots. Didn't I have one in my Aristo when I brought it in for Gerard to like roll the fenders? And Kevin, you like hooked it up to the battery and it started smoking and then we're like let's just take that out i think that might have been a battery monitor battery monitor i have uh, one of those in the some of the other car yeah i'm trying to think of interior trends and they're kind of there kind of aren't any i mean there's like what bolted roll cages those are still sort of popular anything uh, race when you paint the door panel trim to be the outside color yeah yeah i think we talked about that any yeah, interior. That, I just meant like I'm thinking Japan here. Well, there's bride like door panel. Oh yeah, the bride door, like with the fabric and the yeah. That's not a thing that they ever. Actually I mean, I think that's do, still. Do you prefer a pillar gauge or on the dash gauge? Oh fuck easier. that! The pillar gauges. Ugh. I've never I mean, had they're, a pillar they're... gauge, but it seems like it would be cleaner than like the on the dash one. But mm, I've God, I've done like on the that. dash one so. Yeah, no, I mean, they definitely work. The A-pillar gauges are pretty convenient. Um, they always come in those stupid sizes, and they're made by Automator, though, so they're, like, fucking kind of shit. There goes our Automator sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Automator could make Automator. Automator, oh, Automator has so many gauges. They could probably just do one line of gauges that were, like, not American style, and... Like, they did, man. They were carbon fiber face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I guess faux carbon fiber is a thing that's that's uh, still yeah. yeah. But I mean now it's real carbon fiber. Or hydro dip. Like all those wraps, like yeah. I'm not a huge hydro dip fan. I think it's kind of whack. That's like the, the most embellishment. <laughs> I'd rather just paint the fucking thing. You don't, don't want like a hydro dip fucking... uh like valve cover. No, fuck I that. would hydrogen my valve cover. Kevin would zebra. Yeah. 
Exactly. I would it's do it. It's not even painted though. It just looks so but why I, wouldn't you just paint it zebra? It'd look fucking way better. Well, I don't know. Maybe I do my like turbo housing because you get like because it can withstand you can do like shit you can't paint. Uh yes. You want a fucking zebra turbo housing? That's fucking cool. I mean, a zebra exhaust housing on your turbo? Yeah, I'd be down with that. Sure. <laughs> Kevin's about to zebra the yeah. world. I'm gonna gold. I'm gonna have a gold plated turbo. I made a... made fun of Gerard for ten years about having gold plated turbo when he's never had a gold plated turbo because <laughs> I always say he's extra. But you know, and he always makes fun of me saying I'm way more extra than him, which is probably true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, car build wise, you are for sure. Yeah. Here's a, actually the funny thing about all of these fads and all this like the stuff. And I know it used to be called like ricey. And I think to some extent, and you can disagree with me, is that I think Kevin was on to it. We all kind of did something along those lines that was a bit like questionable. And then we refined it to a point of the execution where it became acceptable. Kevin, your Corolla was like, fueled by hate people walked by and they're like man why is that car like that your car is still kind of like in the same direction category like the corolla to the alteza but it's all executed properly so it's like the foundation was in rice and then you yeah exactly like, it, right? I, right i feel like you know like the i you know i had the corolla i did that that car was doing the most like i you know i put two bumpers on top of each other and you know had absolutely no exhaust and like was was everything was just trying to be the most ridiculous that it could be and then i went that far and then i'm like you know what i mean i'm not fully about that i maybe going the most extreme on every single aspect isn't the best way to build a car that you actually would like to enjoy and drive that has, you know, shaped my future builds. And yeah, I, I've never really talked about this. The first, my first car, I took out a loan and had it like painted by an auto body shop. And then I was like, I would never do that again. Like the amount of money that I paid for it, I would never do it again. Yeah. And then the second time I painted the car myself and then I was like, I'll never do that again. That again. <laughs> so it was like in between, it's like buy a car, yeah. like somewhat decent paint and like that you can, and that's what, so the Aristo right now is like the, like the accumulation of all of the fads that I was into that I think persevered. And then the lessons that I learned from like being that dude that's like kind of the what the fuck are you doing or why did you do this like for every good decision that's gone into the aristo there's probably one or two bad mistakes that i made in the past by like observing a fad that happened or i would think that's almost true of everybody's current build except for gerard (laughs) so like are you the exception to the rule gerard you've never done a mod to your car and now you look back and you're like Probably shouldn't have done that. I put nitrous on a brand a new car. I mean, I don't think it was a bad. I mean, I, I think maybe if I was trying to sell that car, it wouldn't have been a good idea. But like, it's still fucking cool. Shut up. Say something <laughs> dumb that you've done. I want you to no. say a fad that's come along. There's like a wave of things, and like I here, I'm gonna say this, and you're gonna get mad. And I, but I, uh, you putting the green flames on the Aristo, I feel like isn't as close to the does that doesn't feel very Gerard to me. I know that you never you've let done me finish. It. Like if it was finished, it would have been. I think it would have been pretty cool. But like the green God flames, damn it, and what pick you a saw, thing that definitely you made didn't look cool at all. On execution. 
<laughs> like, Bro, I just never executed yeah. anything improperly. Ever. You've never. I mean that. Ever. Okay, like me letting that, me letting that stay in a ah, video, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely a bad idea. <laughs> the one side green flames, like yeah, cool. Because even when I looked at that, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. But then I knew I was like, Ah, Gerard will do something with it, and it'll be good in the end. But when I saw it initially, I was like, What the fuck is Gerard doing? I've done so many dumb things, and like. Kevin's talking about like filling body lines on cars. There has to be. I mean, be... I think the thing, the thing with cars and me though, is because it's such a like, it's, it's literally like in my blood and it's, it, it just, it's God damn it. Part I, of me. I can't like, I, I, if I'm going to do a thing, I'm going to like research it and make sure that I think it's, it's cool. So, I mean, if I see a fad and I'm like, Oh, is that cool? Is it not cool? Maybe I just kind of never thought, that some of those fads were cool you know what i mean so i never painted my interior cool. fucking to match my outside of my car i never did that there's not like, one thing that you've done to a car that you've regretted like like style uh, yeah like i never had a wing god damn i never had I, I don't know man i'm just trying to think of something like kevin has all these things i have all these things and then gerard said like cars are so in his blood that he can't execute improperly <laughs> but well because not... i'd be like it'd be it look bad on me like i would just look like a fucking idiot like and I'm, i don't really <laughs> like we all idiots, so. love cars it's like a relative thing kevin loves cars in his own way and i love cars in my own way and gerard you love cars <laughs> like a guy who's addicted <laughs> like we all love this thing and it's all relative i'll i'll tell you one thing i kind of I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily regret it. I just wasn't really very happy with it. Okay, go. <laughs> the brushed lip, the brushed lips on the veil sides. I fuck. I, I really hate love you them. so much. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, oh, I built a dope wheel, but they put I... the wrong finish. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't know, man. Like that's the fucking best thing. I, do. I don't even care now. That's All the best thing learned... do. That's the best thing I do. Like it's uh, yeah, goddamn uh... Gerard. <laughs> Fuck. No, it's just the Gerard's never happy with this real choice. Kevin, you have all your things like you did like the homemade lip and you filled the body line and you know and I've talked about like paid to paint a car and then painted a car myself and had like a rising sun thing on the hood and then had all these dumb stickers and all these things that are like this accumulation of knowledge that I've learned of like the do's and don'ts of building. A yeah. Car. Like having a, having a car for two days and stripping it, everything, but the front seats and the dash, like everything under the, like a half dash, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. Dash stock eight, six Corolla. Like God damn it. Day two. <laughs> I just, why is Gerard the exception? To the roof? <laughs> right? Like, right. Like how can you, how can you not be living that life? Fuck! I want to build a time machine. Just I mean, I stripped my Corolla too. It was like, but do you regret it? Did you learn something from stripping your Corolla? And when you were like, "Well, I would never do that again," or you're like, "This will." I mean, I probably, I, I I would like in hindsight, I probably wouldn't do it. It wasn't worth it much, but I mean, yeah, it was interesting. It made me not the worst, but fine. So yes, what we've learned today yeah. is that Kevin and Absolutely I are nothing. products of, no, no, we are products of all of the things that we've done wrong. We've made good on them to some degree. Lessons learned. Yeah. Gerard is the one exception of people that I know <laughs> that has just never done anything wrong. <laughs> no, this, and that be is something. 
Well, we can't think of it. So until we think of something. Yeah, we painted that ever... fucking Cressida like puke yellow. Phoenix <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't regret it and it still looks neat in pictures. So until Gerard can figure out what he's ever done wrong to a car, like that <laughs> style wise, not adopting a fad, let Gerard be your guiding light for what is cool. <laughs> that is, I think, the takeaway from today's episode is like, hey, I might miss the mark. Kevin, less likely, but still might miss the mark. But Gerard is, he's going to hit a bullseye every time. And I think that is what we've learned about fads that we would keep from the 90s and 2000s. Nice. That's, that's my wrap. All right, you guys. Right. Thanks Sounds for listening good. to Serial Podcast Nine. Thanks for listening. Hope you liked the episode. Thanks for listening to Serial Podcast Nine.